Yo, welcome to another episode of the Speaker Geeker Podcast. I'm your host, Steve-O Steve, and I got my co-host with me, my partners, my brothers from another mother, Tommy T and G. Man, today's episode is going to be probably pretty heavy today, but y'all going to enjoy it. You know why? Because I said y'all going to enjoy it. But <laughs> at the end of the day, man, y'all check out what's in your speakers. We got, I'm sure we got plenty of new music for y'all to to write down, check out. We also got some heavy news, uh, real heavy news. So I'm gonna prepare you yeah. real quick. Yeah. Um, and then also, man, today's topic is focused on a BET special, a 30 minute documentary called Hip Hop versus Trump. Um, so man, like always, man, please like, subscribe, listen, uh, comment, enjoy, and share, and all of that good stuff. So man, without further ado, let's get into it, man. Fellas, how y'all been? I've been chilling, dog. Chilling. Been pretty good, man. <laughs> chilling. Chilling. Yeah, chilling. You, chilling. Man, I'm good, man. I'm back in the mix. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, out and about now? now? I feel great. I feel <laughs> out great. Out about? I seen yeah. you out there changing oil and shit. Yeah, tapping your foot oh, and man. shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, you know. I'm back out uh, after quarantine. I'm feeling me, the wife, the kids. We all feeling really good. So back out and about, uh, but, you know, still taking precautions yeah. as well. Yeah, of course. So. Still, you know, you know, yeah. I'm not just out there, out there, but I'm out yeah. there when I need to be. For sure, dog. Yeah, man. That's some good news, bro. That's some really good news. It is. It is. I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it for sure. So, oh, man. What a week. Everybody, uh, be careful. Be careful. Yeah, got to, man. Got yeah. To. I don't know. Yeah. Got, uh, they got vaccines now, though. Is what yeah. I yeah yeah we get a lot of reports man yeah one uh Moderna. today that I saw was like what ninety four percent yeah Moderna was ninety four percent I'm thinking yeah. to myself like ain't they ain't they the ones that make the bottles make the bottles yeah. I, I think they I make have the to bottles. do some research I'm not sure I don't know what company it is and, it might and be you got Pfizer too else. I think it's mm. Pfizer yeah it's at ninety percent yeah yeah I have no clue what this means for the country though. Uh, right know, now, it just gives some hope that we have some world. If it's true, yeah, it just gives it just gives you some hope. But I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, you got certain countries out here who done had like two hundred days without a case. So New Zealand, <laughs> that was crazy. Well, New Zealand, uh, uh, it's a, it was it was an Asian country. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I, I think uh, New Zealand I think, ain't um, had a lot of cases either. I think New Zealand was was had a report that they haven't had and I could be confusing somewhere else, but it's been a couple, like just multiple yeah. that have said that they were um uh Taiwan. Taiwan has Taiwan, had one that's what it was over yeah. two hundred days without a domestic COVID nineteen case. And they said domestic, so I'm wondering uh what that exactly mean. But there was another country who had who actually hasn't had one in uh in a while either. But you know yeah. I'm supposed yeah. out there rejoicing on their little picture. Man, right. they out there living like they're supposed to be. <laughs> while we like still it's 2019. Over, <laughs> while we still over there arguing over who's gonna wear a mask or not. Right. Yeah. Crazy. Makes no Crazy sense. Crazy stuff, it makes man. Makes no sense at all. Why? <laughs> you know what I say to those folks? Catch it one time. That's it. Bet your ass wear a mask then. But you know, it's it's folks who wear masks. I wore my mask, but you know. But it, I mean, yeah. like we, I Even think we talked about this too, Steve. Like, bro, it's, it's 
I'm like that's the that's the make sense move. What like to, this, that's if I don't know anything about something, I'm going to try to protect myself the best way I know how. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's total sense. It but, makes it's a make sense move. That's why they're telling you to do it, because it makes sense to do it. But yeah. when you're uh when your leader, yeah. and I'm gonna say excuse for those people out there, when your excuse. leader is like, you know, you can wear masks and you know, I'm I'll be good. <laughs> then you know, people gonna be like, oh, okay, well, whatever. Oh, they bring up the Constitution every single time. It's my right to choose. Because I think that's the difference between us and other countries. Like, like everybody was so scared about, oh, they're going to do martial law. And I was telling folks, they're not going to do martial law. Um, And they didn't. Uh, And also, you can kind of see that it's always been a choice of, okay, if you can, please stay in the home. Like, it's a lockdown, but it's not really a lockdown. Yeah. Like, no one's stopping you from literally going outside. Whereas in other countries, it's a little different. Yeah. Where you, you might get, you know, you might get shot or, or fined or beat for going yeah. outside. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. We spoiled, man. We spoiled. Oh, for sure, hell. man. That's what that is. For sure. That's why the obesity is so much here, man, because we're spoiled. I was, I was looking up obesity earlier, man, because I think I'm obese. You think there, you're obese? I said I said it there. <laughs> well, I'm 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 I, I think admit. I'm teetering somewhere over there too. Man. I need to get back to the gym. I'm trying to do home workouts, man. I've been, nah, I've been really like, trying. I just gotta get active, man. That's my problem. That's it. Get, get active, active like we used to be. It'll fall and, right uh, off and then eat right. Yeah, and eat right. And that's mm-hmm. what I've truly been working on is is eating right because if I can change my eating habits, working out stuff will, will be easier to do. So yeah, that's the that's the big, biggest part of it. Hey, right. Gia tell you that. He was the one taking pictures with no shirt on and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. uh, what's his name? D'Angelo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know. Like, try to eat right, like you said. And, uh, do a little bit of exercise in here and there and then you too. There you have it, kids. There you there There you have it. Dare to be different. Do not do not cook with grease. (laughs) About that. (laughs) Or do it in moderation at least. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, man. I'm a keto type of dude, so when I do it, it definitely works. Oh, that's too funny, man. (laughs) For sure. People gonna be all right though. All we gotta do is yeah. Just, yeah. Just, just just eat some vegetables now and then. You know what I'm saying? You know when you need to eat some vegetables. So yeah. Eat you some oh, you vegetables. Know. Like it's gonna be a little voice in the back of your head telling you, bro, you ain't been eating right. Like the Martian on uh. When it get hard for you to poop, that is, you know it's time to eat something. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Real quick, anything. Come on, get your right. get your orange, man. Anything. <laughs> you know, your body is meant and designed to work a certain way. When things stop working the way they're supposed to work, mm-hmm. it's, it's some something. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Right. <laughs> That's too funny, man. Right, but uh, let's segue from uh, the pooping and all of that. Uh, <laughs> well, there's been some poopy records that have came out, man. man. But luckily, I ain't listening to none of them. So hey, hey. I have, I have. Y'all messing up my segue, bro. My bad. <laughs> no, I was trying to help you out. I, I was throwing yeah. out of you. 
Yeah, I appreciate it, man. <laughs> I was just going to go right on into it, man. Like, for real. Um, it was some music that came out, though. It actually was some 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 music that came out this weekend. So we're going to start this week with uh, me. And uh, we're going to ask Greg what's been in your speakers. Um, <laughs> this week, Greg, uh, I got a chance to listen to So Help Me God, and then also that uh, future and uh, little Uzi Vert project, mm-hmm. um, Baby Pluto or Pluto and Baby Pluto. I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, something like Pluto that. And Baby Pluto, something like that. But anyways, uh, it was a few tracks that I did like on uh, So Help Me God, and then it was a few tracks that I had gravitated to on the future and little Uzi Vert project as well. But overall, I just felt like they was like. Yeah. Um, then I got into a, a Brent Fiaz, a uh, little rut for a second. I saw that. I, I listened to a bunch of that. I went and listened <laughs> to the uh, the F the World um, album or tape, whatever he want to call it, that he had put out earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, I had forgot that that was good. <laughs> so I listened to that a lot. I was like, bro, I love like this stuff. <laughs> And he had a new song out called Dead Man Walking that I had not heard yet. And so I listened to that as well. That's pretty good. Um, I went and listened to, I don't know if y'all familiar with uh, Dear Silas. He had a track. He dropped something. Was it a track or what? Yeah, he dropped a track this week. It's called Belafonte. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, And then I went back and listened to his track that he got with Crit called I Got It. Yeah, bro, you Um, see the video? I have not seen the The video. video Five. With the with the band. With the band, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have <laughs> Yeah. So I listened to that. Um I listened to because my brother told me to check it out. Um I listened to this song called Crazy Story Part Three from King Vaughn. Uh yeah. mm-hmm. um, and I saw the video for that too. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um then I listened to the I don't know if this is an album or a tape, and it was from Rhapsody from 2015 called Beauty and the Beast. And the reason I got on it was because I had saw this video for this song called The Man. And I was like, this is good, which I always expect good stuff from Rhapsody. But for, for whatever reason, this might have been before I for real got on to her. Yeah. So I didn't, uh, I had never heard this before, but it's pretty good. So check that out. I went back to that Savage Mode too. Listened to a couple tracks from that. Um, oh, and I listened to, because I never listened to the whole thing, I listened to Ungodly Hour by. Chloe and Halle, because I never heard their whole album before. What you? What was your thoughts on that? Um, I think I remember you saying at the time that it came out that it was like um, pretty obvious that they were definitely some Beyonce proteges. Yeah. And I kind of can see what you was talking about there. Yeah. Because um, I can hear it in some of the songs they kind of, well, not both of them. Because I think Halle's voice is so much so different from like Beyonce's voice that yeah. it's gonna be hard for her to remind you of Beyonce. But sister Chloe does remind me a lot of Beyonce, the way that she sings and the way that she does like her runs and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, my overall criticism of it is like one, they young, yeah. so like I can't criticize them too hard. But two, like I feel like they gotta get some better writing. <laughs> like, Cause I feel like they got a whole lot of talent, but the songs yeah. like, the actual lyrics weren't doing it for me. Yeah. Um, mm, yeah. But also they young, so it was like a lot of the stuff they were talking about was just like young people stuff. And it was mm. just like, oh, I remember those days, but 
But it was like, I definitely appreciate their talent and I like a couple songs on there that I did end up saving. Um, like the final track on the album, I think it's called, um, what's it called? It's called R-O-Y-L and that's, I think that stands for Rest of Your Life. Yeah. Um, I like that one. Of course, I like the one that was on the radio. Do it. Um, and then it was They did a remix, on. man. Yeah, I heard that remix. That's what made me go listen to the album because I had it on like my playlist and I was listening. That came up. I was like, damn, I ain't never went and listened to this yeah. before. Let me check them out. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. That round out my week right there. I did listen to uh, what was that song from uh, T.I. Uh, T.I. album? Hypno. I went to listen to Hypno oh, okay. for that new T.I. album. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, I was just like in the. He just made a video for that one. Oh, for real? Yeah, the visual yeah. is pretty dope. Oh, I gotta go check it out. But yeah, that's pretty much it for me, man. We're gonna uh, pass the mic over <laughs> to Steve. Pass the ox cord. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steve, I know. Last week, to this week, man. Last week I had nothing. This week I think I redeemed myself, man. Okay. Uh, so man, um. And we're going to get to most of it in the news, man. But, you know, it was kind of a heavy week with, uh, for one, we had back-to-back weeks, man, of um, rappers getting shot. So, uh, yeah. definitely been on that King Von, man. Uh, so, rest in peace, King Von. And definitely been keeping up with all the stuff that's been going on, which has been crazy. Uh, but, yeah, man, that um, that uh, True Story Part 3, man, been on for a long time. But, uh Man, that album was fire, but definitely that that uh definitely that record for sure. Um, RP to Mo three. Uh I wasn't the biggest fan of Mo three, but um my sister definitely was. Shout yep. out to my sister, uh Kiki. Um, and all Kiki. her friends, which are all like little sisters to me, yep. uh, they were all like, ah, Mo three, ah. And I was into a couple records, but I, you know, I was I was more of a fan of the other guy, uh, Yellow Bees and and, yeah. and Trap Boy Freddie, uh, which they, you know, they all had like a situation. Um, but you know, so I've been listening to a lot of Mo Three, so definitely um, you know, going back to records he did with Boosie and so on and so forth. So man, one record that I'm guessing everybody probably knows. And if you don't, actually, not everybody. I'll take that back. But that, uh, but the song is actually called "Everybody," <laughs> the one he he did a remix with Boosie, and then, um, oh, okay, you know, I just kind of went through and just let it play. So uh, he had a new new record out there, um, uh, "Broken Love" with uh, him and uh, Kevin Gates, and uh, man, you just kind of go through "Long Time Coming." That's another record there from O Three. Uh, man, dude had a lot of talent. Uh, de- Definitely had a soulful voice when you listen to him. Mm-hmm. He was he was dope. I, I give it to him. He was dope. And unfortunately, he uh man, he 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 was murdered. Yeah. Uh in a gruesome way. Like both ways for King Von and and um for King Von, like hearing the story of how it happened, is you kind I kind of get chills because it's like dang, like somebody could just talk them out of that. Maybe it'll still be here today. Uh, and then for Mo three, just kind of seeing, you know, he was man, dude was murdered on the highway. That's crazy, mm-hmm. and just kind of showing him stretched out on on the highway was like ridiculous. And then, uh, you know, what I'm saying I also, like to do that, man, like shooting on the highway. 
for uh, I didn't mean to like take you off your thought. Oh no, you good? That shit passed because like not this past summer because of COVID and shit, but like the last mm-hmm. two summers in Memphis have been a fucking trip as far as niggas getting to shooting on the highway. They had to put so much extra police presence on the interstate in Memphis. Yeah. Like it got to the point where like you couldn't drive no faster than like 55 miles an hour. And it was like, uh, it was terrible because every day it seemed like it was somebody talking about they got shot at on the interstate. And then like one of the teachers at one of my schools was telling me her son got shot on the mm. interstate while driving. The man got shot in his leg. And I was like, this shit crazy. <laughs> like, why is it the wild, wild west on the damn interstate? But I, I don't know, man. It's, it's crazy, man. I think it's because of, you know, like a while back, yellow, yellow bees got shot at on the highway. Um, but I think yeah. it's because of the if you think about well, in the case of Mo 3, he was actually well, I don't know the true story, so this is all alleged, but he was with a female companion who, when he left her house, he noticed that somebody was watching him. He went to a gas station, then he noticed that they was watching him, and then he jumped on the highway to, like, you know what I'm saying, quickly kind of jump in and out of traffic to lose him, and he ended up wrecking his, They said that he ended up kind of, uh, that he ended up wrecking, and they started shooting at him and they actually chased him on the highway and, and shot him that way. That's why you see him outside of his car. He mm-hmm. was actually shot from behind in the back of the head. So, and then with Yellow Bees, it was, he was just one late night. He was riding and just so happened somebody, you know what I'm saying, came up beside him and started shooting at him. Uh, I think the whole deal with the highway is that, you know, it's a straight shot. So if you can catch somebody on the highway, going at the speed you're going at and you know what I'm saying you're able to hit your target it's very easy for you to get away not only get away but probably get to the next city within you know what I'm saying minutes and be completely and, and no one and then also it's not like you said it's not a big police presence so what witnesses you have like true. so I, I think that's the um I think that's the that's the thing why the highway shootings have become more and more uh but yeah. you know, yeah. But man, uh, but then also, you know, what I'm saying, uh, and we'll you know, more of this to come in the news, but um, <laughs> and we'll get to those later. But you know, what I'm saying, kind of after those two, man, I went into uh, I listened to let's see, let's see, let's see, my bad, you guys. Uh, man, I jumped on uh, definitely that two chains. Yo, I only get I, I didn't finish it. Um, I probably got to, I probably got past the first five tracks, but I keep going back to gray area. <laughs> right, it's <done> hard, bro. <laughs> that gray area record, right, man. Hard. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. I love it. So, uh, I haven't finished it. I still want to hear Southside Hove. And I haven't listened to the record with uh, Rick Ross and Schooly, yeah. which I want to hear because I'm a, I'm a big fan of Schooly. Yeah. I really think Schooly should be bigger than what he is. But, man, I just, I just keep going back to gray area. Like, I can't get past the first five. I keep going back to gray area. I just want to listen to it over and over again. Uh, so, man, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Two Chains to the point that I've gotten to. Um, mm-hmm. But I still do have that feeling. I feel like I feel like the album could have been bigger, uh, only because I think I think because of COVID. I think it really um, I think it hurt hurt him a little bit, only because I think 
I really think that money maker record was probably so much bigger. But I think yeah. it, you I know, mean, it has like that it, other atmosphere of, of homecoming yeah. that we couldn't have. Yeah. It's so, gonna it's gonna get legs next year. Right, that's if you, I hope, but you it, know, the way will. stuff is set up, like <laughs> next will. year we'll be able to forget about it. No, somebody gonna play it, the band's gonna be practicing it now and be like, I'm gonna kill him with this one. When homecoming comes, man. What it really be funny the if uh, UT st- play that joint, man. Oh, uh, UT ain't playing that, man. I know. Man, man. <laughs> you wishing. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely wishing at this point. You were definitely wishing. Yeah. But, uh, nah, I, I really hope that's, I hope you're right. Because the only thing is, you know, the society that we live in right now. Is, so it's a, before you know it, everybody be like, oh, I forgot. Um, yeah. I'd be definitely be bumping it. But, you know, uh, save me with NBA Youngboy, man. I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, feel away is probably um, besides gray area. Feel away is probably my next favorite favorite yeah. record. And then of course we got quarantine thick, but yeah. you know that's mulatto, <laughs> big, big lotto. After that video, yeah, I saw. It. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Just making sure. Uh, <laughs> I watched that, it with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I went to by myself. <laughs> uh, after that, man, the Pluto, Time Baby Pluto, man, Future yeah. and Lil Uzi Vert. Uh, I, I checked it out, and I, I actually got, <coughs> excuse me, guys, I actually got pretty, pretty far into it, but yeah. for some reason, it didn't give me the vibe. I don't, I don't know why. It just didn't. Yeah. yeah. It didn't. I did listen to the record that you was talking about, uh, G in the Slack, man. Uh, sleeping on sleeping on the floor, which hey, is a hard record. Mm-hmm. The production is definitely hard. I just I don't know. It didn't give me the vibe I was looking for. Yeah, but sleeping on the floor is hard. Right? Uh, Mar Marnie on me. I like that record. Uh, Plastic was another one I really liked, but. Yeah, yeah, it was like yeah. it, it got it got kind of uh, monotonous after a while for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. started sounding like the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, after that, man, Joey Fats dropped something. G Way. Yeah, I really enjoy it. Something about that West Coast. Just it, it's a real mellow uh, ten track um, CD. It's got is is pretty chill. That West Coast vibe, man, really just they doing some uh some great stuff over there. Um mm-hmm. one record, man, I enjoy, man, Ape Shit. Uh and then O M M E O M M featuring Davies on my mama. And uh On My Mama. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh and then change on me with this artist called I hope I'm pronouncing it right, Rob too. Yeah. R-O-B-T-W-O, Rob, too. Uh, man, I, I enjoy it, man. I enjoy it. But I enjoy that West Coast stuff. So, man, check out check out Joy Fats, man. Check out mm-hmm. Joy Fats. Check that out. Uh, I see him with the uh, the cars on the front. Yeah, man. <laughs> G-Man, yeah. you did the same thing, man. You know what's crazy? I thought it was Who's something else. Joy Fats. <laughs> uh, who else? Someone else released something with cars on the front, but it was with Harry Fraud. And I think we That's, talked uh, about it on a couple. Was, uh, what's his name? Uh, Larry June. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. That's what I thought it was. I was like, wait a second. I thought this big came out. It looked almost like the same album cover. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then I was like, I saw it playing. I was like, oh, oh, oh that's Joy Fats. And yeah. man, I ain't heard nothing from Joy Fats in a minute. So 
that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. And then after that, man, um, I'm actually going to skip over this next one because I want this to be last. But after that, man, I was listening to some uh, big traps, some Trap Boy Freddy. Uh, man, I'm really enjoying Trap, for, Trap Boy Freddy, man. That's 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 the homie right there. Uh, Boston George, Gary Payton. I think I said that before. <laughs> so it sounded like the same tracks. But, man, I'm really enjoying them. Follow him on social. Follow him on Instagram, man. Dude, it's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> but I'm really a, enjoying, he, he you know what I'm saying, Trap Boy Freddy. Uh, uh, what's my boy's name? He ain't funny than Ply. Nah, I'm talking Flying about Freddie album. Gibbs. Oh, <laughs> uh, Freddie, nah, he ain't. Freddie Gibbs well, be tripping me out, bro. <laughs> I don't know. They all, they all do their thing. <laughs> hey, Freddie Gibbs on, hey, if you don't follow Freddie Gibbs on social, on go Instagram, follow Gibbs. <laughs> go follow Freddie Gibbs. Trust me, you're going to be thoroughly entertained. Uh, and then the last one, man, I, I, I've been, honestly, I've been listening to it for probably like, like five days straight. And, the reason why I didn't really want to put this at the first, because I want to put it at the tail, I'm gonna put it at the end because he is from Chattanooga. Uh and he not too long ago came home from jail, man. He was serving like a like he had a life sentence and he actually got his uh uh dang, what's it called? Crap. Uh when you go back, you get your appeal. And he was able uh, to come home after oh. I think huh? I think oh, it's a no, 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 he got his appeal. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he was able Overturned. to come home. Is that one? Just I don't know. Just keep uh, going. It's the appeal, whatever. <laughs> I know it's the appeal. Right. Uh, he was able to come home after eight years. Uh, man, his name is uh, I know him as as Fraser. That's his actual name, but they call him Fray the Dunn. F R A D A D O N. He released a uh, album. I want to say it's an album. I don't know if it's a mixtape or an album, but it's on Apple Music, and it's called. October O P P T O B E R, and it's just nine tracks. And man, when I tell you, I played every single song. I played every single song yeah. uh, from intro to uh, "Road to Riches." Intro actually has a visual to it, and that that's actually how I ended up figuring finding it because another homeboy, actually one of his family members, uh, his name is Kevin. Is he out there in Texas? Shout out to you. Uh, RP Big Key. That's his brother uh, as well. But uh, Kevin, he actually posted it and had a new visual. And I was like, because I've seen some visuals before. So then when I seen this one, I was like, oh, shoot, he got something else. So I listened to it and instantly I was like, yeah, okay. And then I saw he had something. So I went and searched for it. And, and you know how it is. Sometimes it's hit or miss on Apple Music. Yeah. <laughs> and then just so happened, boom, it was there. So y'all go 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 get my boy Freda done a listen. Man, let me know what y'all think, man. Intro, it's the intro, but the intro is hard. Go check out the visual too on YouTube. And then man, anything else on there, man, just find a track that you like. Road to Riches is is hard. It's hard. So and then from my soul. So from the soul is another record on there. So go check that out, man. Let me know what y'all think. I'm rocking with it, but of course I'm biased because I know them. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. What's that name again? Frey the Don October. O P P T O B E R. Hmm. Yeah, it's not coming up on title. Yeah, uh, October then. <laughs> yeah, just do it. The name I probably spelled it wrong. Uh, I put it in Slack. Yeah, see if I can copy it over. No, I found. Wait, hold up, never mind. 
It's got a Jackson mask on the front. <laughs> we got a Jason mask on the front. Damn, it's too much like October stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I threw it like, in the slack. Go to the slack guilt. That's how you do it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yep, there it is. Slack right there. Just, us, man. just pops up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Sponsor. Come on. Come on with it. But, uh, man, man you, you'll probably be more surprised at the production, though. The production yeah, is crazy. Uh, oh, so check them out, man. Check them out. Yeah, yeah. Real shit. Is that yeah, your, man? Uh, that that rounds you out. Yeah, that's it. That's me. All right. <laughs> well, you definitely redeemed well, yourself from last right, week, bro. Right. After, I appreciate it, man. Like, no, nah, I ain't listening to nothing, man. I ain't listening to nothing this week. Like, I mean, absolutely now. nothing. <laughs> just, just blaming on COVID. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hear you, no. man. Tell me what you got for this week, man. Man, so this week, man, I'm gonna start. Um, I'm gonna start at the beginning of the week, man. So the first one I was listening to at the beginning of the week was uh Miguel Kaleidoscope Dream. Um, I just always thought that was a solid ass album mm-hmm. that he had. Um, he came out with. Um, I checked out the uh, Emergency Tsunami by Nav. Um, because he did a song with Lil Baby that I liked, Don't Need Friends and uh Trains. He did that with Lil Keith. I was like, man, that's dope too, man. So um, but it's it like I got lost in that joint. So it's like I, I started listening to those. I was like, all right, I'm just going to the next one. Um, of course I listened to So Help Me God. Mm. I listened to that jump out. Three, four times, man. All the way through, man. It's it's tough. It's pretty good, man. Nah, it's it's yeah, like gray area, song solid, bro. <laughs> Quarantine thick. Like I said, I, I watched the video with my wife, and she was like, Why the girl so big? I was like, they've been quarantined. Quarantine, yeah. Quarantine thick. <laughs> getting thick in it. Right, right. Yeah. Um, they can't go for that. Yeah, bro, that joint, that joint is hard, that man. Yeah. <laughs> the video is what made me like the song. See, I gotta go mm. watch these videos. Yeah, bro, like I would, like, dude, I sit down and watch like videos, like it's one on six and park, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. uh, can't go for that quarantine thick. Um, Tony, I like that one, and the the one with uh YRB. One with Rick Ross and Schooley, that was hard. Um, but yeah, I went through that one, man. Let's see what else. That Pluto uh, and Baby Pluto. I just listened to it. You know, I listened to the song you were talking about, Greg and the Slack. But I just listened to it and kind of like was like, damn, that uh, that mixtape uh, Future did with Drake was harder than this. You know what I'm saying? Like. That's probably like some of the best stuff Future put out to me is when he uh, did whatever he did with uh, when he worked with Drake. Because what's the what's the latest song he did with Drake? Uh, um, Life is good. Life is good. That song hard. They just got a killer fucking chemistry, bro. They like yeah. they a <laughs> true dynamic duo, bro. In the music industry, man. Yeah, I think Drake stands stands alone better than Future does to me. You know, mm. I would rather Drake rap than sing, but 
I would rather like if I had to listen to them by themselves, I'd rather listen to Drake. But that's I think just it depends me. on the on the era. Cause when future would drop in mixtapes. Mm. Man, what about touching him? He had some real he had some yeah. It depends. Yeah, I guess you could say that, but I still would be like, because I honestly think that that like the record life is good. Like Future was way better than Drake, and even on the mixtape that they had, uh, sorry, was it not sorry for your weight? Uh, I can't, uh, I can't remember what, what the time, time to be alive. What yeah. time to be alive? I think Future was a star of it. What's right. funny is I've never heard of it, that project. You haven't? No, like everything from like. 2000 2014 and 2015 I think I missed every single project that came out those two years mm. like I ain't listened to no music <laughs> <laughs> like I I never heard any, anything that came out that niggas say is a classic from that time I just excuse it because <laughs> it's like I don't know it and I missed I missed the wave so it's not gonna hit me the same yeah I like, won't it's like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I've yeah. heard songs from that project, but I've never heard the project in its entirety. Same thing with uh the other project that Drake put out. If you're reading this, it's too late. Yeah. I've heard people say that's a classic, and I just be like, I don't care. Because, like, I ain't hear it. <laughs> so I'm with you. I, I've never heard it either. Are y'all serious? No. Yeah, I've never heard it. Yeah. Like, I never really listened to... Like, although Drake. I know that Future oh, was the... the Although I know that Future was the star of that, I've never listened to um, uh, What a Time to Be Alive like in its entirety. I've only listened like a couple of tracks and then I was like, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. But from what I hear, like, and what I've heard the little bit, I was like, yeah, I really would listen to that for Future. <laughs> but. <laughs> but in uh, in Drake's defense for uh, the song, uh, Life is Good, the, the beat Switch. Oh, that beat change. Uh, yeah. 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 Like unfair as hell. <laughs> 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 super unfair. And then just the way he rises, it's just yeah. like, like as soon as it changed and he come in, hundred thousand cheap ring on the nigga face a little bit. Well, even the little even a little interlude part, like shit. Yeah. Life's good. And right. it just kind of right. comes in. You just like, <laughs> you're like, whoa. Like, you know, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. man. I'd be so fucking hyped in the car. I would be hating that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, though, man. Like, like standing alone, I don't f- think Future is that good. I think he's trying to build something with Lil Uzi that's going to help Uzi in the long run. But um, when he's with Drake, I feel like Drake brings out the better of him. You know what I'm saying? So um, that was the thing about it, man. It was like, it's hard to li- just listen to Future's music like that for me, personally. Um, yeah, I can see that. But, I mean, I still think he's a solid artist, but it's just I would rather hear him with Drake. <laughs> Drake is like his uh, his handicap. I wouldn't even say a handicap. His his superpower. His, what? I thought you were gonna say handicap, man. What else? I don't know. That sounded like what he was gonna say. Like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Hey, if that shit take off, it was Tommy. Right, right. 
all rights and everything to me. Um, Jay Z, reasonable doubt. Okay, I was uh listening to that man. Just kind of go back. Uh, what else? Black youngster came out with "Fuck Everybody Three. I'm slowly becoming a black youngster fan, man. <laughs> like, hey, dude is crazy, man. That man so blunt. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what else? Um Mulatto, Queen of the South. I checked her album out again. Um, Goody Mob came out with an album. That's Survival Kit. Yeah. Um ah. Yeah, it's 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 cool. It's Goody Mob. Okay. Um, they had a song with uh, Three Stacks. I put it in. I sent sent that to the Slack. Um, I, I don't it. know if it's a new verse or not. You know, but it's always refreshing to hear Three Stacks on anything. And then they had a song with Big Boy, um, and that was super cool. What's the name of it? the one with three stacks? Is no cigar. The one with uh, Big Boy was Pray for the Sheep. But um, this album, man, was a message album, and uh, you have to listen to what they're saying, man. Like it's 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 really cool. You can hear uh, organized noise in, uh, in there a lot. <laughs> like you hear that their like their vibe is there, so. Um, I really thought it was a solid album. Um, what else? Oh, Bobby Sessions. I actually found this dude off of uh off of the actual documentary and was like kind of listened to some of his music. Um, he had an album come out in September. It's RVLTN chapter three. Um I don't know what the the price of freed men, I think. Is what it is, but um, it's it's dope, man. He got a song on here with Killer Mike, um, reparations, I believe is that is the name of it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that joint dope, man. Nah, it's not reparations. I'm sorry. Where is it? Where is it? I don't know, but it's it's a song on here with uh Killer Mike on here, man. Super I don't see dope. it, bro. I'm looking at the thing. Maybe it's a deluxe or something. It might be. Because <laughs> I'm looking for it. I see a song with Rush the Five Nine. Rush the Five Nine, but bro, Killer Mike is on. I think it's reparations, bro, to be honest. Okay. Because you know, folks be hiding. Uh, nah, it's Black Neighborhood. I'm sorry. Black Neighborhood. So I don't know if Black Neighborhood is on that one. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah, so um I checked him out, man. He was he's like actually dope. He reminds me of uh like Kendrick a little bit. And he's from uh, where the hell is Kendrick Lamar? I don't know, man. This dude, I'm waiting on him. Um he probably cooking up something nice. Where the hell is Kendrick Lamar at for real? <laughs> In the kitchen, man. <laughs> that might have been Background sounds and some more shit, but right. plenty of artists, and he ain't been on nothing. I'm like, bro, where you at? Well, I mean, he was on Buster's album, so we got that. 
Nigga, yeah. that ain't enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you said he was nowhere. I was just letting you know that. Yeah. We got like, hey, peace. Hey, he was he was on Busters. He album. was on Busters. He was somewhere. That was the only way. So hopefully that turns into a Kendrick album or something. Yeah. We need the next album, bro. That man came out with the last album in like 2017, bro. Yeah. You can't be taking off three years. <laughs> Not in this era of music. You can't just take off three years and just right. be like, yeah, that'd be all right. No. <laughs> <laughs> like brings put it something out, man. Yeah, anything. Right. Um, I did check out this song French Montana uh came out with Benny the Butcher called Wave Blues. I didn't really like the song, but I like both of those artists, so mm. had to check it out. Was it like uh, I don't know why I didn't like that. with the chemistry. Nah, the beat, I, I just, the beat. I think the beat and 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 just it wasn't it wasn't what I wanted from French Montana or Benny. You mm. know what I'm saying? Or what I expected. So, but I'm have to listen thinking, to it. You was thinking that they was gonna link up. You had that in your mind? No, not at all. Okay. Like that's why that's why I was like, <laughs> oh, this Benny the Butcher and French Montana, because you know a lot of people don't like French Montana for some unknown reason. Me, <laughs> same. Like I don't rock with them like that anymore either. Like I like old mac and cheese French Montana. Yeah, I don't. Man. But uh, commercial French Montana. I'm like, yeah, yeah. This this one just didn't do it for me. So, but I listened yeah. to it. It was in my speakers. But I think oh, that's gonna round me out, man. That's good, man. We had a good week where. A bunch of new music I ain't never heard that I'm definitely gonna check out this upcoming week. Yeah, man, like way better than last week. Oh, <laughs> ten times better than last week, man. <laughs> Steve, man. I ain't got nothing, man. Damn, blame, <laughs> blame it on COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you gotta, you gotta actually blame it on Trump. Yeah, let this over in here. Yeah, suck him. Yeah. <laughs> That's too funny, man. Um, <laughs> What was I finna say? Oh, um, so since we talked about like King Von and uh, Mo Three, RIP to both of the, those guys. Um, yeah. I wanted to start with King Von. What happened uh, with him? You saying that somebody could have stopped him? Uh, like what happened with that? Because so, I had, like I'm be completely honest with you. I saw it, and it it made me upset. Because I feel like we're losing rappers and and artists and entertainers way too early over silly things. I don't feel like, you know, like I don't know what what you know what the beef is or why they were killed or anything like that. But it's yeah. like these guys actually have a platform and actually was pretty good, you know, at what they were doing. And um they were taken early. So um, with King Von, what, what what was going on with that? The reason why he was like, if somebody would talk to him, what happened? Uh, so his manager actually did a, um, a interview with uh, academics and pretty much ran down what happened that night. So they was leaving. Uh, so basically it starts with them leaving the, um, the, uh, album uh release party or the listening party i think that they had and for some odd reason uh they don't know if it was like communication issues or what but 
King Von was in a different car and normally his manager was riding alongside of him, but King Von goes to this uh, hookah lounge and everyone else goes back to the uh, hotel room. So then at that point, you know, they get the message, hey, we're here, where y'all at? They all come there where he was at. Um, and, you know, of course he has his, his entourage or, or all of his people with him. But, and, and at this point, nothing has happened. They all meet up, blah, blah, blah. And uh, they're all just pretty much chilling in the cars. And what ends up ha- happening is one of, uh, one of the, uh, one of Vaughn's people uh, sees, you know what I'm saying? Who he has an issue with. And it's like, goes back to tell Vaughn, Hey, he's over here. And the way his manager explains, he's like, this is within a split second. Vaughn just hops out the car and just let's go. So mm. without Vaughn even knowing where he's like, he doesn't even know exactly where he's at at this point. And just so happy he bumps right into him. And as he bumps into the person that he has an issue with, a brawl ensues. And so they're fighting. And then it kind of, you know, the way it's going is it's spilling back and before they know it, someone from them from that from the other person's entourage are uh, just so happens to come out of nowhere and start shooting. And you know, the, the person that gets hit is of course Vaughn, his manager, and another person. But once there was original reports that you know, saying police had shot him, but mm-hmm. that what end up from from what his manager says after those shots are fired from. Uh, the suspect who shot Vaughn, then police started firing. And at that point, everybody's just trying to get, you know, like trying to figure out where the bullets are coming from. So when you look at the video, you kind of, you see all of that kind of going, going on. And, um, but when I, when I said that, I, you know, it seemed like if someone was there just to talk to him, tell him, Hey, you know, like, you know, yeah, but I mean, you know, when it's, it's, it's beef, it's beef, but it, it, from that, from hearing that story, it just seems like, um, man, if there was someone just to be like, yo, let's chill for a sec, you know, before doing whatever, maybe he could still, maybe, you know, we can't tell the future, but maybe he could still be here today. Um, yeah. Boosie did an interview with Vlad and they talked about King Bond and Boosie said that night he actually talked to him and was sending him a record. And Boosie was even like, man, I was supposed to go to that hookah lounge, but you know, well, everyone was asking him to go, but he didn't go. He was like, man, I had something else to do, but he was even saying, he was like, I, I wish I would have. Cause maybe, maybe I could have talked, just said something to him. Cause you know, these things happen in such a split second, mm-hmm. like his, like Vaughn's managers uh, said, they happen in so it was like within a, it's like a second and a half and all this took place. But you, you know, you kind of, we can't go back in time, but you wish that someone was there to be like, wait a second. You know what I'm saying? Like tell everybody, wait a second. Yeah. Um, maybe that could be, you know, even though things happen in a split second, maybe in another second, he wouldn't have bumped into yeah. a homie who he had an issue with and none of this would have ensued. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, man, my heart goes out to all the people that he was, um, you know what I'm saying, um, all his loved ones, because he, he was, you know, from what I from what I have gathered, he was 
you know what I'm saying, hope for all of them. He took care of a lot of people and he was like, you know what I'm saying, his name was King Von for a reason. Yeah. So, you know, my heart goes out to all of them, but yeah, man, I just kind of, I mean, through life, I think we can all say that we was like, dang, I wish, like, why didn't I just stand here for like one more second? Maybe that wouldn't happen. Or what if I thought clearly for like one more second, maybe this wouldn't happen. Uh, I know I've been in them situation too to be like, man, if I just never would have turned down this dang on the street, um, yeah. maybe that wouldn't happen or get this phone call or whatever. Uh, you know, so that what I meant by like, mm-hmm. man, I wish somebody maybe, maybe someone could have been like, yo, yeah, not tonight. Or yeah. like told the person that was going to tell him, hey, bro, don't don't go. Like, let, let's just chill tonight. Um, mm-hmm. just whatever. Like just a split second, maybe they would have never crossed paths, but you know, yeah, it's tough, man. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. So nah, it definitely does. Um, then Mo three, we talked about Mo three. Um, I really never listened to his music, um, and everything, but you know, he was killed on the freeway, like we said. Um, yeah, and what like. Break down that story, man. Uh, it's all alleged. Uh, I'm be because we don't because on this on this story it isn't like really official because no one's yeah. been arrested and they don't have no motive. But uh, I heard it from, of course, um, uh, someone that was saying they uh, actually no, actually, what I hear that. I can't remember. I'm drawing a blank, but I heard it from someone who said that they, you know, uh, was kind of close to the source and was saying that he was set up by a female, but, you know, they never officially said it. So it was all alleged that, you know what I'm saying, he was being followed this whole time and he tried mm-hmm. to get away. And then ultimately they caught up with him and, and uh, killed him. Uh, so, yeah, man, it's, it's been a crazy two weeks. And then not only that, we on the tail end of it were, um, and, you know, Vaughn was killed in Atlanta, but Mo was killed in Dallas. And then, you know, after they had a visual form and then, you know, Boosie came because uh, Lil Boosie and Mo3 were pretty tight. They did music together. And, you know what I'm saying, they were homeboys. You would see them together, together a lot. If you don't know... Um, if y'all know who Lil Boosie is, if you go and look at the Mike Tyson, uh, what's it called? Smoke box, smoke yeah, uh, hot boxing with Mike Tyson. Yeah, when Mike Tyson is talking to uh, Lil Boosie, Mo Three is sitting right beside him. Um, so, you know, Boosie goes to to the visuals just to you know pay his respects, and then you know what? Like a day later, the day after, he's like his uh, sprinter van gets shot up and he gets shot. Uh, mm-hmm. which is crazy because now I'm like, what in the world? Like, what's going on? Because I don't know if it's connected to Mo three or what. But yeah, it, it's 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 a uh, even though he got shot in the leg, still you don't want anybody to get shot. Yeah, this uh, Ryan got shot. Yeah, oh. so you know, in in that sense, they were trying to really take him out. Um, so man, we praying for Boosie as well. Make sure he's good and get up out of there. Uh, and then if we fast forward to Houston, Texas, where Benny the Butcher was shot in an attempted um, robbery outside of a Walmart, uh-huh. uh, which is another thing um, of another rapper. So within 
two weeks, we've got four rappers being shot. And I'm sure there's some more that I'm not aware of. Yeah. But man, it, it's just for one, it's um, you know, three shootings in Texas. Man, I don't know what's going on in Texas, but I've seen I I know Texas is going through a hard time. Uh one of my friends actually put in uh one of our group chats showed like this long line of people at the uh food bank trying to get food in Texas. And I've heard there's been a lot of job cuts and things like that. So man, pray for Texas, man. Texas going through it. Uh at the same time, that's not excuse to shoot people, but I don't know. You're just yeah. trying to figure out what's going on. And if if we're putting two and two together, uh holiday, you know, the holiday season most time end up in a lot of people getting robbed. Yeah. And if you're like recession or going through it, then a lot of people trying to be robbed. So yeah. I don't really know. It's a lot going on. I just I really don't I'm really exhausted with all the rappers dying. Uh yeah, all yeah. the way back to um, you know what I'm saying, all the way back to uh Shoot, crap! Pocket biggie. Uh, I mean, we can go back that far, but I'm just thinking about this year with uh smoke per smoke, pop smoke, pop pop smoke. smoke. I don't know why I keep trying to say smoke smoke per. You trying to smoke Uh, something? (laughs) Smoke something? Now, uh, with pop smoke being murdered as well, which we knew he was murdered in L.A. and they were uh, it was supposed to be attempted breaking in his house. So, yeah, yeah. man, uh, Jim Jones said it best: uh, being a rapper is a dangerous job. Yeah. Uh, especially when you're successful one and you know yeah. so y'all be careful man when y'all move man real yeah, talk man. be very for sure. careful for sure, for sure. I, um, thought was, uh, I thought it was crazy because I was thinking about it when I saw some of the news earlier or I guess it was last week at this point but uh, I was thinking about like the rappers that do end up coming from the streets which is a lot of them um, mm-hmm. And I, I kept thinking, and it's like, this ain't some huge revelation. But it was the first time that I thought of rap as like a retirement plan for street niggas. And so it's mm-hmm. like, you, you've lived, because I thought about like King Von, the nigga was 26. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, you've lived and had an extensive street career, probably dating back to when you was like 12, 13 years old. And so you've been working 15 plus years in the streets. And then you finally like, you know what? I had enough of this. Getting on my rap retirement plan. I got some money stacked up. I'm going to go out here and I'm going to switch careers. But you still bringing everything from the streets that you had, all the beefs, all of the issues that you had up to that point, which kind of fueled the music, like, which is what I was thinking of as I was listening to Crazy Story Part 3. Because it was like, it was a lot going on in the story. Like people being set up and Shooting mm-hmm. some lady and shit, and I'm just like, this is crazy, bro. Like, <laughs> this is a crazy fucking life to be living. And then he got shot in the video. He was like, he had got yeah. shot in the arm, like during the story. So I'm like, this, this is your life. Like, this is what you have said is okay. This is what I'm gonna do. It's worth it for me to do this because I get to, you know, get the benefits of being successful in the streets. But then after you've reached a, a, a level of success in the streets and then like people have noticed your talent, then now you're looking at, all right, I got a, a new move that I can make. I can go into this legitimate rap game. And then when you get in there, you're looking over your shoulder all the time. And then at the same time, you got the same kind of um, mind state 
and the same kind of like paranoia and shit and the codes that you've been sticking to your whole life that you bringing into your new business venture. And it sounds like that shit just was too much. Yeah. It just was too much, especially in his case where you're talking about like he hopping out the car. As soon as somebody say, ooh, there go that nigga right there. Like he didn't even think twice about it. It was just like, we got to go get this nigga. And it's like, damn, bro, like that ain't even the big picture, bro. Right, right. <laughs> like, yeah. That's way out of the picture. They ain't got shit to do with us right now. <laughs> Um, yeah. And like you were saying, it would have been nice if somebody was there to just be like, hey, man, just think about this shit for a second. But I'm like, I want to believe that that's a thing that could have happened, but I don't know for sure. I don't know if, if that man would have been receptive to anything like that. If he was it, able to hop out that fast and just jump into action like that. Now, it's, it's interesting that you brought this part of it up because another part of the interview was him saying that uh, King Von's manager, and not only King Von manager, but this is the same manager for uh, was it YM Melly? Uh, was it YMW Melly? Yeah, right? YW Melly. Who uh, is facing fucking death penalty? Abso- absolutely. Uh, and then also, you know, what I'm saying a, a manager for other artists, and he was like, "Look, all the artists I've I've managed are like real street dudes," and you know, it, it's not that way by design. By design, it's just they're talented. He ends up with him and, you know, saying he's trying to take off, you know, get him to take off. The thing is, <clears throat> what ends up happening is, you know, you're taking these cats from the street. And, and the, the the problem is you people looking on the inside it's like, oh, you got money now. So you just shouldn't be doing that or this and this. But it's not that way because it's an adjustment period. Yeah. Like, you know, what I'm saying you're. You know initially you're getting out of the game and you're trying to take care of people and be fine. But the stuff that comes with it doesn't care. Like, nah, we still nah. got a problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm coming, like that comes with them. It's like, a, you know what I'm saying? It's baggage that comes with them. And he's just like, he doesn't want it to be that. He's like, even in the, in, in the, in the interview with uh, academics, he's like, dude, I don't, I, I've been doing this for a long time, but I'm like kind of at the point where I don't want to do this anymore. Cause either they end up in jail or dead. And he's just like at the point where it's beginning to weigh on me and I can't, you know, I don't want to deal with yeah. that anymore because yeah. you, you know, like you can take somebody out but the thing is you know it's so easy to end up in in that area and it's such an adjustment period before you're completely out that you know anything can happen um so that was very interesting that you brought that up and that people kind of forget that at the end of the day these are cats who are still like they're human beings and they're pretty much kids at a point and they're trying to adjust over like a lot of people, you know, you had your first corporate job. <laughs> it took you a just, you know, it took yeah. you adjustment period before you was like, well, wait a second. I'm like, okay, I'm really in here. There's some things I just need to, you know what I'm saying? I, I can fine tune straighten up. I don't have to worry about this anymore. It, it was like when I went to college and I was going home every weekend, I was going back home to hang with everybody from, the hood and be in those spots. And if I look back at it now, it's like anything could have went wrong and I could have never, never graduated. I'll be here today because I'm going back to this, but that's where everyone is at. Your loved ones, your friends and all of that. And you don't, 
let them go. You know, they come with you. And unfortunately, baggage come with you and things as well come with you. But also that's the other part of you having that adjustment of change. Like, you know, we've you've heard stories of people flipping out because of people out in the corporate jobs. And, yeah. you know, it's like they just ain't you know, they haven't had the change yet, you know, yeah. or yeah, some people end up being successful because they can be like, all right. I got to do this a different way or, you know, in the, in the case of this is like, you know, I gotta, I gotta roll a different way. I can't be out here in these streets doing this stuff. So, uh, the second half of that is what, what was surprising that, uh, his man was saying, normally King Von knows exactly where to go, where to be. He know he can really read the room. Well, normally he's not in these situations. Um, but they, he specifically said, if you go check out the interview with uh, academics, he specifically says, like, for some reason that night, everything was off. Vaughn was off. He wasn't himself. He didn't seem like himself. And he was doing things kind of out of what he would normally do. Um, so, you know, it's, man, I, I just, I don't know how to explain it, but, you know, Sometimes, you know, people be like, man, I, I knew something was going to happen that night. I just couldn't explain. I just, you know, couldn't explain. It's like you're going through the motions mm-hmm. and then it happens. And you're like, dang, like, uh, like we were saying, if somebody was there, could if it changed? We don't know. But, you know, sometimes, you know, I don't know. These things, life is weird. But, yeah. 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 Um. So just moving right ahead, man, because like this stuff bringing me down, man. Um, one one positive thing from this week, or the news from last week, uh, Jeezy versus Gucci is happening. Yeah, no more versus Jeezy. We get Jeezy versus. I don't know. I don't know. Gucci. It, it, it's a good substitution. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm just like, oh, uh, I mean. And, and I don't I, know exactly what it ha- how it happened, but I can somebody read you got what paid. Tip, I can <laughs> read you what Tip posted on uh, Instagram. And if you give me a second to pull it up, cause I got we need he, he posted it the same night as you know, saying we all started. What was that Friday? About it. Uh, that we heard about it. Crap! When was the night I posted it in the Slack? What it was on a Friday. Like, like, what if they was just using it as like a test to see if people would respond. And, like, uh, they knew everybody was wanting that, bro. Like, yeah. so icy. Well, when, <laughs> when Jesus said that, when the whole interview came out, Jesus was like, man, I only, I was only, the only way I was going to do a versus was against Gucci. And Gucci, Gucci respectfully declined. Yeah. Then, the ball was set in motion. Yeah. And then you knew that, all right, Jeezy only did it because, you know, Tip, which is his, like, you know, like we spoke before, Tip Tip and, and, and Jeezy are like, you know, saying brothers at this point. So, you know, pretty much he was only doing it because of Tip. But when he pretty much came out and said that, hey, you know, the only person I would have really done this against, <laughs> uh, the only way I was going to do a versus was would have been against Gucci. But, yeah. you know, I talked to Swiss, Swiss and them talked to him and he told him that and then Swiss and them told him that, you know what I'm saying, he declined, he didn't want to do it. Yeah. Then I think the ball was set in motion and everybody was kind of talking about, like, wait a second, wait, what? Yeah. And yeah. I, I guess Gooch got, Gucci got word of it and 
<laughs> I don't know how. I honestly don't know how it came about, but I'm somehow just they, they got Gucci on board and yeah. boom, <laughs> we got we got we got it. And let me see. Uh what Tip pretty much put up because he posted it and let me see. I wish it would tell me when this it, it was posted two days ago. So it was today's Monday, so it was a Saturday night. Yeah. That's right. It was a Saturday night because I was watching the fight. I was watching the Crawford fight. Um, but pretty much what he put on there, he was like, now this da 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 is what the people want to see. And then he added, he added Swiss, Timbo, Jeezy, and Gucci. And he put Trap Music Salute Y'all versus 11-19-2020. Uh, so, you know, he didn't really go into detail of what happened, but why he, you know, was out and out he was in. But I think, uh, man, I, I really think that's, I think at some point they saw what could be. And I think Gucci probably saw what could be, and we got nah, it. No, we <laughs> like no, nah, we we see what what happened. Shit. Gucci accepted. <laughs> Gucci well, said, you know, yeah, originally he didn't. Originally yeah, he said no. Originally he didn't. But so how did we get? I, I think I mean, that's they the, kept talking to him, man. That's gonna be uh like regardless. I wonder, I wonder if they never talked to Gucci. I wonder if they were just kind of like, oh, uh, no, because like we're all thinking like right now, I'm like, I don't know how this going to go. You know, Gucci got a sleep mouth. He might say something. We don't know what he's going to do. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I wonder if they never talked to him and then it, Jeezy did the interview and then it got back to him and then it was like, you know, so yeah. I don't know. No, I think uh, I think it's, it's cool, though, man. And Jeezy coming out with an album. On um on Friday, November twentieth, so a day after um the verses, which is perfect timing, Jeezy. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Right, right. Uh, so you know that's coming, and then you know just to just to see Gucci and Jeezy together, you know they had the beef and and you know coming together to actually talk about. They probably get into what happened. And uh, and everything, but you know that that's a a positive light for um, hip hop and and southern rap, man. Uh, yeah. Just because you get like like you have fans, like Gucci has fans, uh, Jeezy has fans, and their fans most of the time are are together. You know, um, they're listening to both of them, so it's like we get the best of both worlds now. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm really excited about that. That's Thursday. I think it's at eight Eastern. I believe I may be wrong on the time, but I know it's on Thursday. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up before we get into um, this uh, BET hip hop thing was to shout out to Shine Man. Um, recently, he was elected to Parliament in Belize. Um, Shine was a rapper for bad boys back in what 97 um 97 to 90 to like 2000 or something right but he went to jail in 2000 and uh when he got out he was deported to um his home so um it's good to see that he's doing um well now and also making a difference in his country so shout out to shine and, yeah. and good luck with his new job <laughs> so 
um fellas before like this uh this documentary man um I checked it out hip hop versus trump a look into hip hop's rocky relationship with the man it's the title of it. It's on YouTube. It's 30 minutes long. It was from the BET Hip Hop Awards. Um, that's when I guess it came out during that time. Um, the first thing I noticed about this uh, this documentary was Donald Trump signed the $20 bill. <laughs> and, why the, and why that stood out to me so much was the fact that people actually gave him some money to sign just shows you how much people, how like the effect that he had on people before he became president, like how people looked up to him and and put him on a pedestal before he became president. Um, the first question to you guys: What was your initial thoughts on it? Um, on the the documentary, I don't even know to call it a documentary because I was like. Uh, it rubbed me the wrong way, but then it made sense of as to what they were talking about. So, what were y'all thoughts on Which, it what, initially? Uh, rubbed you the wrong way. It was. It was just. I felt like they were more so talking about not his his effect. Like they got into it some. You know what I'm saying? Some of the things they would talk about, like you know how his rhetoric and stuff like that. But I was looking for more so the relationship between hip hop and Donald Trump before. Um, before he became president and then as he became president, how it changed. That's what I was uh, looking for um, and everything. Yeah. But it wasn't that. It was still solid. I still, you know, I, th- I, I still that- think it was solid, but I was more so looking for the correlation between the two. Um, I, mean, I think that's what it, I think it did say, you know, kind of display that because it pretty much went to depth of like how hip hop viewed him because pretty much he, I mean, you know, he was kind of the image of hip hop. He was braggish. He was rich. He was all of that. And how, you know, folks in hip hop did, you know, saying, I don't want to use the term look up to him, but they did. Cause I mean, that was Trump was really that image, if you really think about it. Uh-huh. But it does kind of, but then when you go, when you get to this point where he's president, it does show how, it did change where now hip hop was like, you know what I'm saying? F Donald Trump. And this, uh, despite, you know what I'm saying? Kanye, um, Kanye's antics. And even though Lil Pump and, 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 and Wayne wasn't mentioned in that. And that's after this, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of see where you kind of see the kind of the change coming in actuality. Trump has nothing to do with hip hop, but if you look at his persona, and how he is, he's pretty much the image of of hip hop. Braggish, rich, successful, blase, blah. And, and you know, saying a lot of people that you saw in those images were around him. You know, you saw mm-hmm. D- Diddy, you saw Russ, you saw those people. He was like, there was a lot, there's a lot of verses where they talk about Trump. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think yeah. Jay even said something about having a spot in a Trump hotel or something like that, or mm-hmm. Trump Tower. And a lot of people did look that way. And then you got to the point where he was president and you saw this, the um, the mask was taken off and you saw uh-huh. racist bigot, you know, saying, and that's when hip hop was like, wait a second, mm-hmm. you know, 
Like yeah. then you saw the fight, you know, the fight back. You heard Jay say, Hey, no, dude, dude can't be my president. Not the way he's he is. And right. You know what I'm saying? You see the YG song and, and so on and so forth. So I, I think it did do a pretty good job of that. Now, um, I don't, you know, it's 30 minutes, so I don't know how far they can get into right. it. But for 30 minutes, I think they showed you where, you know, this, where he was this, and now that, you know, he's over here and now he's this, the the where the switch was at and, and all that. And, and the truth is, he probably was like that the whole time. Just, yeah. you know, in public, of course, in public, he's, you know, hey, you know, they, they always say that if you look at Trump, he's only around famous black men. He's never around unfamous black men because of what they can, because what why their enemies can do for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I was yeah. going to say, why would he be? Because he's not that type of person. Well, the point, the point of that statement is he's only there around them because to use them, to use their platform, to use their star power to make him look even brighter. Not yeah. because he genuinely likes you. Because then if that's the case, he'll be, you'll see a lot of regular African-American mm-hmm. men around him because they would genuinely, probably genuinely be his friend as yeah. opposed to he's only around famous ones because, you know, it's just what you can do for me, not what I can, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I feel like that was a two-way street though. Like even when rappers were more closely affiliated with Donald Trump um, or using him as a a reference point in song lyrics. I think it was just um, a way to associate themselves with riches and fame Mm -hmm. and fortune. Absolutely. Um, Just to to kind of separate themselves and and the level of their own success. Like I think of the one that that sticks out to me the most is is the Nelly song where he go, Bill Gates, Donald Trump, let me in. Mm Mm-hmm. I got money to live my friends. Now we in now. Like, it's just trying to tell you, like, I have gone so far. Like, even just putting Trump in, in the same statement with Bill Gates, which I don't think they're on par, honestly. But, <laughs> like, to put those two together, you're thinking of, like, at that time, that's, Bill Gates was, like, the richest person in the world or some shit. And so mm-hmm. Nelly was trying to equate himself to having that level of wealth, which is fucking bogus. But at mm-hmm. the same time, it's it's just letting you know, like, this is where I'm headed. This is the direction I'm going into. Whereas you may have seen me yesterday and I was broke as you, but now look how far I've come mm-hmm. <laughs> to get to here, which is some bullshit to me because there was no homework done on, like, what these people even mean. <laughs> like, what mm-hmm. what they even stand for or mean. And I think Trump becoming president over time, like, allow, like y'all said, the curtain to be pulled back like on some Wizard of Oz shit mm-hmm. where you can kind of see the person pulling the strings and you can see, oh, damn, like, yes, this nigga's rich, but like maybe rich ain't as like pure as we thought it was. <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. it's not something that I need to just like readily associate myself with without doing my homework. Yeah. <clears throat> like, yes, you can have money, but maybe don't be like, I'm like Donald Trump just because you got money. Yeah. You don't know if you like Donald Trump. All you know is the two of y'all niggas got money. But you don't know anything else about this nigga. Yeah. You don't know right. nothing about Bill Gates. You don't know nothing about any of these motherfuckers. Jeff Bezos yeah. for that. <laughs> right. I was going to say, at least it appears to have money. Because yeah. what we've 
you know, yeah. come and to the conclusion the is yeah. is that really he's you know he's in, debt. <laughs> he's in way more debt than he got money. Yeah, which um, is a parallel to rap as well. Like yeah, he got a lot absolutely. Of that going on in rap too, where mm-hmm. people are, are acting like they have more money than they actually do. Absolutely, and that's why it it it, it that's why I, I guess at the point you can see that he is the image of rap like he is that mm-hmm. of hip hop the actual image of it not and don't get me wrong not the pure lyricism type stuff but the braggadocious money I'm rich mm-hmm. you know I can have all I want blah 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 image you know the commercial uh, set yeah. yeah and then you know but he's also the image of a lot of false you know what I'm saying yeah. uh situation because really he isn't that person right um it's so, yeah. uh for me it was it was more so and, and like I like I said man, I still think it was put together well but it focused more so on the political Donald Trump my thing was I was looking for that moment when Donald Trump became immersed into the hip-hop world because in the beginning it wasn't about I got this, I got that. It was like, we're having a party and, you know, I'm jumping on the mic. You know what I'm saying? What? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it it changed. Hip-hop changed somewhere in the 90s where that that I have this, I have that. You know, that braggart, what you call it, braggadocious ideals come into play. Um, and, the, and the problem was like how you know, we only seen his representative, Donald Trump's representative, and that's what made us be like, okay, that's that's success in hip hop. That's where I want to be in hip hop. But why wasn't it a rapper that was that person or another person? Like, why Donald Trump is the question? You know what I'm saying? Because like, it was way, it was more people that actually took the same route as a rapper to become successful. You know, uh-huh. and uh, it, it was it was just kind of like, is it because Donald Trump's name kind of goes in in hand to hand with or rhymes better with some of the things that we talked about or, you know, rappers talked about at that time or what like what was it? I think you're trying to put Donald Trump in hip hop, but he's not. Donald Trump is just. The figure that rappers was like oh Donald Trump is successful Donald Trump is like I was saying Donald Trump became like the image because that's what he did it, Donald Trump never got on the mic he was never going to get none of that he didn't want no mic or none of that he was at the parties you saw him with clearly with all of them Donald Trump's name was pretty big you knew Trump you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying so I, I think you wanted a story of oh Donald, you know Donald Trump Invested in some, well, you know, saying all this talk uh, more about hip hop it itself, but man. it was none of that. That's the thing, though. Man, Donald Trump Donald honestly Trump. has nothing to do with hip hop. He's just all these artists and uh, you know, what I'm saying rec- the black artists and black record execs viewed him as success because mm-hmm. of he was, you know, what I'm saying Donald, like G just said, you would hear the name drop, the name drop of Trump and Bill Gates. But, the only thing they have to, re- they have really no relation to hip hop. It's just they have money. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's the old saying of like, 
they view the white person as the successful person. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? It, it was yeah. never that they really had, you know what I'm saying, any real dealings with hip hop. But the thing about Trump was he would, but the thing about Trump was he would be around. You saw him with in the pictures with Diddy. You saw him with Russ. He would be at, you know what I'm saying, certain stuff within the hip hop realm. Was Trump did he Trump was accepted into hip hop because of the heads of or the leaders that we had in hip hop because of his money, because of his success and everything like that. Um, but really it's it's like once he got into public office, we started to see a real representation of him and, and his goals. Um you know, his, uh, what is the word called? Um, his self-interest and everything like that. How he cares about himself where, honestly, man, hip-hop and rap is is like, most of the time, people have somebody like we talked about earlier. King Von is named King Von because he has a tribe to take care of. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, you know, most rappers have somebody that they're t- they're taking care of as well. You know, so you you get to this self-centered man in Trump who's tied to hip hop because, I mean, he's in so many people's verses. He's like you say, he's around so many heads and and taking pictures with Diddy and and Kanye West and him are boys. They had Kanye West looking the fool on this one, man. No, Kanye West had himself looking the fool. Like they, I'm saying they and Kanye Kanye West. Yeah. <laughs> Look the fool talking about the hat was made him a suit. I forgot about that. And I the hat makes it gives him superpowers and stuff like that. I was like, yeah. no man, Kanye no, no man Kanye should make you feel that way. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> why didn't he go back to his song? <laughs> Not one man should have all this power. Like, right. dude, come on. But like, uh, I view Trump. I compare Trump to a luxury car. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like all the artists take pictures of that, and what that's what they aspire to get. Uh-huh. That's all Trump was. Yeah. You aspire to get to that position. Uh, you know, it just I don't know. Like I'm trying to think: is there a African American male out there that we could have used in hip hop to be like that's outside of hip hop to be like I aspire to get there? But I think you know what I'm saying. Trump had the name and the success behind it. Arguably the success. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna say that because as we know the story, he was he went bankrupt a couple of times. So I think that's what I kind of compare it as like yeah. a luxury car, like you know what I'm saying, yeah. a, a a Maybach or a Ferrari. It just he's the living version of it, and that's just what they aspire to get to. Other than that, man, Trump really has no, you know what I'm saying, no purpose uh in hip hop to me. Um I'm sure That's Trump has people take care of it. About like, do we have a black person? Um, well, you said a black man um, that we could think of the same way. The only black person I could think of that's been mentioned like that is Oprah. Oprah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, like, and excuse me. It, it don't have to be just a man. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to just be a man. That's yeah. in that sense. That's that's my bad. Sorry. Uh, and yeah, like G said, like the closest person that would be Oprah. Uh, Cause niggas stay talking about they got Oprah money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if you know uh, Bill Cosby was at that level or whatever. They didn't 
view him as such. But yeah, like closest person to that would be Oprah. Uh, Absolutely. But I guess, unfortunately, in the world that we live in, you know, females don't get the recognition that they really deserve. Because I'm sure if Oprah was a man, we probably wouldn't, no one probably would care about Trump as much. Oprah gets the respect that she, like... I don't think she gets what, you know, in this sense, like, you know, you can see that, like G just said, like, you know, people are idolizing the white male and the closest person we got to it is a black African-American woman. Yeah. But you don't see you, we don't have a hip hop versus Oprah. You know, we had the hip hop versus Trump uh, and, and not because Oprah's going to do anything crazy, yeah. but it's just like in all of that. And you know, would we, if, if we had, if we had a African-American male with the same exact power, would it be, would they be, you know what I'm saying, having that person in the verses? Uh, and I mean, they do say stuff about Oprah, it's just not yeah. to the same level of like putting Trump in there or Bill Gates or somebody. Well, so think, like, oh, go ahead. you know, oh, no, no, no. You, you go I was going to say, I was going to say with, with, with this documentary, I think the focus more so was the change. Uh, which, like I said earlier, I was wanting it to focus more so on before the change. But um, Oprah hadn't done anything to for people to change in in hip hop, but Trump has. Trump yeah. has uh, promoted racism. Like that was one of the quotes I think Zero said: "Racism is promoted from the White House," which. That's what's being done. It's and it's not so much only on black people. Now it's including Muslim. Now it's including Mexican. It's including Hispanics, uh, Latinos, Asians. Um, mm-hmm. Asians uh, like how the China virus. The China virus. That don't make sense to me, man. It's a it's COVID nineteen. Call it what it is, and and move on. You failed. Move on. Um, <laughs> But for that to be the highest office that we have in in this land, in this beautiful country, um, like, how is that allowed? And me and G was talking about, like, all this stuff, all the, the racism and stuff like that before the episode um, came about. But how is this allowed? And then having to go back and change you know, from a rapper, from a rapper standpoint where you praise this man. And and, and I don't want to say praise because, you know, you shouldn't worship other people, but um, you praise the man because of what you thought he had. And then it comes around. You got to take your words back. You know, um, hey, it's a classic line is ironic that it comes from the person it comes from. But Kanye had the classic line. Like, <laughs> racism isn't, uh, what do you say? Racism is alive. They just concealing it. Yeah. Not in not concealing Like, this me. describes this whole situation perfectly. Like, <laughs> like, this man was able to, he was only probably around him a couple, a couple minutes, mm-hmm. you know? But when he becomes president, you're the focal point. There's right. nowhere to hide. Mm-hmm. Like, there it is. Like, you can't conceal it anymore. And because he can't, and he's openly out about it, everyone else is that follows that same rhetoric. Yeah. 
And it, it's crazy that Kanye has the perfect line for what you know. Is what I'm <laughs> this is <laughs> because yeah, the he, MAGA hat gives him superpowers. That's crazy. <laughs> Foolish. <laughs> Foolish. Hell. Um, That's why they job so broad. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, it, it was a couple quotes in here, man. And I kind of want to highlight some of the people that was um, a part of it. Some of the rappers. Um, that was a part of this uh, documentary. You had, uh, uh, what's his name? Bobby Sessions, um, Nitty Scott, Zero, Quail Chris. I think his name is Heems, I believe was a part of it. And then you had some people that was just like um, writers and stuff like that. Greg Tate, Kathy Lynn Dolly. Um, and they had, they, Bobby Sessions said, uh, he create or Chris Quayle, one of them said they create art that reflect the times. Um, that's the change right there. You know, because the times, uh, because it's racism being promoted in the, in the, from the white house during president Trump's, uh, presidency, uh-huh. The music is going to be going to be reflective of that because once you go back in history, oh Donald Trump was straight early two thousand in the nineties, but then here comes that that moment in time where he's like, "Damn, fuck Donald Trump came out." <laughs> you know they had this song uh, <laughs> "Black Neighborhood," bro. Y'all need to go listen to "Black Neighborhood," like with the, it. the Killer Mike version of it. Yeah. Um. Breakfast of Champions, uh, Zero got a song, uh, We the People, which I've heard before, um, before that, that documentary, and that's straight, you know. Um, it's, it's just, it's just wild how everything is hidden before or quote unquote hidden because you go back and look at the Central Park Five, um, where five guys, black and Latino guys, were framed to have raped a girl in, in Central Park. Uh-huh. Trump put himself in the middle of it by taking out an ad calling for the death penalty of these innocent boys. You know what I'm saying? And and they spent some time in jail for that. And uh, he never apologized for it because he meant it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So So... How can you be that evil to somebody, man? You know, and then like be praised in a in a music category that's that's changing the world, you know, and then all of a sudden it changes back. So mm-hmm. it's not like the signs wasn't there, you know. It's just um, just the ignorance or the uh, not ignorance, but how we chose to ignore the signs of what what it is to be of a person, how to, to ignore what this true what this person is really showing you, you know? Yes. Um and that's what I that's what I think it was. We chose to ignore it till we couldn't ignore it. You yeah. know? Um that's the benefit that like rich people get though. Yeah. Like, we don't we don't vet these niggas at all. We just be like, oh, but they got money though. Like right, that's right. that's been a thing I've been hearing since I was in high school. Anytime you bring up somebody, something bad about somebody who has some money, that's the yeah. fallback is that nigga got money though. And it's like, 
what? <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> what does that even have to do with it? <laughs> I didn't change anything about this guy's character, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to read this quote to you guys that I, I heard and just wanted to hear what you guys got to say. It's two of them. One is Donald Trump weaponizes language. And the second one is rap is voices of the community that don't have other platforms. What are y'all thoughts on those two um, quotes? And those were quoted from um, this documentary as well. I think one was from Nitty. I think both of them was from Nitty Scott. You said Donald Trump weaponizes language. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that because, and it's not even like he just like super cold at language or something. Yeah. It's just, I think it's in ha- the way that he, boldly says stuff and then doubles down on what he said. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just racist enough, but also not racist enough. To get away with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's perfect for him because if we see what he did to get elected, that's exactly what he did. Mm-hmm. And if you see all the people who acted upon what he said, he yeah, exactly what he did. He weaponized everyone, and um, but of course he doesn't admit it. But he, Donald Trump, is a marketer. He is a businessman, and he knows how to evoke emotion, and that's exactly what he did. And not only that, he knows how to weaponize it so that you go do something. Mm-hmm. Hey stay at Trump Tower because of this, this, and that. And you go do it. Hey, such and such, such and such, let's make America great again. Like, wait, wait. No one sat back to think, like, make it great again? What and, time period were you talking like, what, about? What do you mean? But the ones who understood and invoked that emotion, they, the people who understood knew what he was talking about. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. see it because just like you, we said earlier, like, oh, did we say anything about this? Uh, <laughs> you know, there's a whole report about right now we're seeing the most uh, um, hate crimes yeah. in decades. We didn't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we didn't. We must, we talked about, I heard y'all talking yeah, about, we it talked before, about it before, <laughs> <laughs> before the actual podcast, but there is an article out there. Go check that out. But that's exactly what he did. And I don't know why anyone sees it different. And even in that sense, you know, yeah. it's concerning, <laughs> especially yeah. for some of our white friends, because we know that some of y'all voted for him. Yeah. We don't get it. <laughs> would you, would you, for me, that's fine, but it's like, why? Like how how is it that you get behind this guy, um, knowing the the history of the country, but also knowing um, what he stands for now? Because everything he does, it seems to be to in his best interest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's and it's funny because if you looked at the electoral or the the vote from uh, November third, the cities are the ones that are blue. Atlanta is the reason why Georgia, Atlanta, Savannah, I think uh, Columbus and Augusta are the reason why Georgia is blue or trending blue because they haven't officially called it yet Uh um, because they had to do a recount. But um, it's the cities, but the rural areas are the areas that are like actually 
supporting him well enough to to be a red county or or red rural area. Um, it's, it's like, bro, it's, it's weird, man. It's like the weirdest thing, man, because we we basically you got to see a man that's on top of the world actually fall from the people that you know he he wanted to be in support of. Because you think about it, man, but, like somebody, because Lil Wayne supported him, somebody was going to be like, yeah, he all right. Uh, you know? thought that was going to happen. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, like that was a part of the plan. Yeah. Most likely, it's, most likely it's part of the plan. But that goes in account to the other phrase that you brought up. Like, hip hop is the voice of uh, pretty much the voiceless. And if you look at those four years, Hip hop was like, nah, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> F homes. Get out there and vote. Like, not only was, you know, a lot of great people out there getting African Americans to vote, also hip hop was straight up telling you, bro, no, we got to change. This even goes back to, we can go back to when Obama was elected. Like, who were the people that were honestly in front getting? that black vote up. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of, it was hip hop, man. Yeah. It yeah. was hip hop. And yeah, like art, that's the beauty about art. And I'm sure G can tell you this. You're able to write your life, you know what I'm saying? What's going on? And it can change every day. And right now in the situation that's going on, you know what I'm saying? I always say that rappers are the real reporters because they really on the street telling you exactly how it is. So, you know what I'm saying? They're able, we're able to communicate to our people in such a way. Uh, does it always go over well? No. <laughs> does no. it? But can it? Yes. And we've seen it when Barack Obama was uh, elected. And I believe we're seeing it now with uh, Joe Biden being elected because you can see those urban counties uh-huh. really take initiative. Yeah. I mean, look at Philly. Philly came out. Yeah. You know, so yeah, man. <laughs> like, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, um, man. I, I I truly think it was a it was a solid documentary. It definitely gave you something to think about, something to talk about. Um, when it came to the climate that we're in currently in America, and also with our leadership. Um, you know, as as you know, most people know, Trump is is fighting the the results of the election um and because he's fighting it and and not releasing a lot of stuff it it makes like to the outside world you would think they would they would think like what's up with this dude you know what i'm saying like what's going on over there um and stuff like that so it's it's like truly embarrassing and as to what what he's doing and what's going on so um, what I got out of this whole documentary and this conversation is that for our leaders in rap, our leaders in arts, period, our leaders, period, we need to vet these people that we are looking up to. We need to find out what type of character these people are, are like truly are, you know, what, what are they showing us about themselves? Um, and everything like that, because 
Yeah, early hip hop, man. Um, rappers looked at Trump's marketing scheme to view success. Like that was viewed as success. That was viewed as luxury, um, you know, but truly what what is it that our rappers see in those and how is it that they can influence us to say that's successful? That's what success is. We we actually need to become our own minds and our own people. And I mean, I think that will help a lot with, um, I don't want to say social media, but like a lot with how people cope with depression and stuff like that. If we pick and choose on our own minds that, hey, because he thinks that's successful doesn't mean I have to think that's successful or that's good, you know? So um, that's what I got out of that, you know? That's, uh, that's yeah. <laughs> so um, you guys let us know if you guys have watched it. If you haven't watched it, go check it out. It's definitely a good, good, uh, solid documentary to check out. Um, BET really stepped up this year with a lot of the stuff they're doing um, during this time. Um, the BET Awards was really dope. The BET Hip Hop Awards was really dope this year, too. So um, if you haven't, go check it out. It's on YouTube. Just type in BET and Donald Trump. It should pop up. Um, but, yeah, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Speaker Geekers podcast. Um if you haven't already, please go subscribe to the channel, like this video, hit the bell, get the notifications every time we drop something new. Um, y'all like my bell. <laughs> um, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Speaker Geekers Podcast. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at I am Tommy T the third. You got Greg at instantly underscore G and you got Steve at the great Steve O Steve. Um, did I miss anything, guys? Y'all, y'all got anything? Hey, that documentary made Trump look like a total shit hole. Like Trump makes Trump look like a shit hole. <laughs> I know, but like the documentary just put it. <laughs> the documentary was like, that I mean, little guy with, it, the little like, with the pistol. The ways he, he, the ways he talked to those reporters. Uh-huh. Like they were, he was just kind of like uh, he's. A, Complete yeah. jerk. Yeah. <laughs> you I think bad you questions. More views than six hundred, and I think it got like six hundred twenty-seven thousand views on YouTube. Yeah, something like that. I think it need more. I, I think it need more. Yeah, I mean, like people need to check it out, man, just to really see, uh, you know, what's going on. I, I I've been telling people all the time. I can't wait till the movie come out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's gonna be a movie out about this. And right. I'm I'm curious to see how he's gonna be depicted in history. You As the worst president of all time. I think so. I think so. But um yeah, man. That's it, man. I'm out. Peace. Peace. Peace out.